Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 260. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westmouth video game, 30-some years after the Eastern Invasion mainline campaign. It is played using Edge Studio's Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. Stick around after the episode for some GM notes if you're interested. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. There's going to be an ambush of a caravan at dawn. However, the night before, the elves depart from the Shadow Society, having finished their exchanges of information. At that point in time, Trickmanu. Yes. You had originally told Ulf that you would pay him half to get you guys to the Shadow Society and half to return you guys to Dantonk. You are now saying, oh, we're done. We're just going to find our own way home? Yes. Would you care to make some sort of check on Ulf here? Like, are you just paying him off hush money and uh, slipping out? Or are you going to advise him that maybe he doesn't want to be around here? I think the latter. I'll try to do it in a roundabout way. I will tell off, like, I know you only heard some of the things that we spoke with the horses about. These woods are not a safe place. I'm sure these shadow mages do what they can to keep it safe. But long term, and understand, long term, from like an elvish point of view, different from a human point of view, it is not safe to stay here. You do what you will, but I would recommend you avoid this place. I am comfortable with paying him. His funds now, that was our agreement. Okay. To not wish him to feel uh, but, stolen from. But if you want him to not be around when the fighting starts, then you have to succeed on this roll. Yes. Is this deception? Or is this charm? It was sounding kind of like streetwise to me. That actually makes sense. And like, it's not going to be good here. So I am going to set the difficulty for this streetwise check to three purples. Okay. Uh, three successes, four threats. Okay. That fits quite well with the abundance of threats last time. Oh, yes. Uh, a trick will only add that, like, the magics that the Shadow Mages are working are unstable, and as they said, undead can sometimes arise. You know, you've seen undead arise in other places, too. It can happen. Okay. So, that night, you guys leave the Shadow Mage encampment you camp for the night, safely ensconced elsewhere in the forest, beneath the bowels of a woes, perhaps. And then you get all into position before the crack of dawn in order to effect your ambush of ambushes. Does mate come back? That was going to be my question. Oh. <laughs> yes, it does not take mate so terribly long to deliver his message and return. I'm not necessarily expecting a reply, but... Uh, no, but mate has... In his two little clawed feet, we carried he has away. a peanut in each of those feet. It's not clear to you whether he stole these or... He convinced the... Uh, <laughs> he's like, no, no, you're each to pay me one peanut. <laughs> you increased his cunning and now I he's I did increase his cunning. Is that negotiation? <laughs> he did, I also gave him a rank in skullduggery. <laughs> yes, you specifically enabled him to steal things better. I'm not going to ask where those peanuts came from. I'm surprised he's not devoured them already. If you'd like to put him in his stash... So he, uh... I'm not responsible for the encumbrance of these peanuts. 
He sticks it in them in his roost with his other treasures that he's acquired. Has he lost a feather from the beard? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have this combat now. And there's an ambush going on, but you guys are ambushing ambushers. Yes. So we're going to roll initiative, but we're going to modify your initiative pool based on advanced preparation. We're going to be running a traditional combat for you guys and your immediate activities. That will include Hepa and Trick, and it will also include, for each of you, an Elder Woes! Who would like to be Dolmuth Engelin, and who would like to be Blue Ludrum? Do you have a preference? I'll take Blue Ludrum. Alright. It's a little easier to say. Than Dolmuth Engelin? You just be Blue Ludrum. <laughs> Fair <laughs> That's enough. probably what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so before we roll initiative, we'll just review your Woes sheets. Your Woeses have the same abilities as each other. And some important things to note about your roses. They are silhouette three. So what that means is they have a harder time hitting small creatures, and smaller creatures have an easier time hitting them. All right, but you said Ganon was rotund and prosperous, so he's silhouette two, right? <laughs> they also are slow moving. They can only spend one maneuver for movement purposes each turn. They are allowed to take an additional maneuver, but it can't be a moving thing. They... Club people with their branches, but of note, their reach is short range, not just engaged. Their damage is huge, too. Their damage is really big, but they have to, like, wind up their branches. So they essentially, they need to take a maneuver to swing their branch back before they can strike with it. And then they have a special thing they can spend advantages on if there's multiple bad guys right around them. Okay, wow. Pretty fancy. So... They are your allies, and um, you are allowed to decide their tactics and their activities as they assist you. So do we have time to talk to them and like plan, that's what you're saying, or just we have time to kind of prepare the area? You guys each have an opportunity to make one check prior to the opening of combat. Okay. Like, Trick had expressed an interest in encouraging Roses to move faster yes. with Verse. Partly to see whether Woses object to verse in a magical way, but also because Woses are slow. I don't know if Hepa ever voiced specific ideas on, on what she would do. The two things that I would probably do is either maybe a magic check. If, if there's something I can do with the area to make it make us more hidden, or the other thing would be maybe something like lore. Because what I was thinking was asking them if they've ever been in battle, what are their tactics, you know, just to kind of have a better sense of what it's like to work with a woes. Their tactics are move towards thing and club it. Yeah, and smash. Yes. Right, yeah. For all that they are like fey creatures, they aren't like casting spells or things like that. Oh, that does remind me there's another thing on your sheets. Regenerate. The Woeses, they have a regenerate power. Yep, one maneuver, and then they can recover two wound points. Yes. Although, if you were spending an extra maneuver, like, if you all spend two strain to do this, that doesn't help them, because they have one set of... Right. So, it's not a huge thing, but a Woes could just stand still and slowly get better. Yep. So then the other thing that I can do, and I don't know what a check would be, is like just basically battle strategy. I think last time we might have used geography. You do have a little bit of battle strategy based on like how's the road laid out? Do I want to use my sword? Do I want to use my bow? What kind of magic do I want to use? Or do I want to alter the terrain in some way? Um, or how do we position the woeses? Because they are effectively invisible until they move, which is 
amazing. I think that's worth doing because, like, if we could separate out Galen from the rest of his group, or separate the mages from the fighters. So I think geography is the check then. If you're looking at like where is the actual woods and where are we actually going to fake extend the woods with the woeses. So trick, you are enhancing woes. Yes. So mechanically, like it doesn't make sense to just improve their agility. No. If your interest was in making them faster. Would you say this is like removing slow moving? Normally magic spells... You need to spend a maneuver to maintain them. Like, your enhance only will last one round yeah, yeah. unless you maintain it with maneuvers. Right. So, if you use your enhance on these woeses, we will say that in the first round, they are not suffering from their slow moving ability. Right. And honestly, that's fine. Then they can get up close and do what they need to do. But if you want to, like, preserve that further, then you would have to sacrifice maneuver to. Okay. It does not continue to cause strain, correct? No, okay. just the initial cast. Just the initial maneuver. I will do that. I want to affect both of them. So I understand this is not like necessarily right. a, a textbook augment, but you are augmenting. So the base difficulty is two, plus one, because there's two woeses that I'm trying to affect. Okay, but you'll need the advantages to be able to affect I will need the advantages to be able to affect both of them. Yes. And there's only two woeses that work. Or this there's only two woeses that matter. There's two woeses in your immediate... Okay, okay. Error. There is more woeses than that involved in the, the fighting. Okay. Okay. Uh, I guess not. What do I actually say to these woeses? You have to do things with your hands, too. Do things with his hands. I think Trick will take, like, a couple... He'll almost make, like, a puppet out of sticks, as though that's representing the woeses, and we're discussing our battle strategy. Are you only using sticks, or are you also using your knuckle dusters? I think I need to have my knuckle dusters out and at the ready, so those have to be part of it as well. And those will be like a wrapping on the sticks, so the sticks are wrapping on. Okay. On do you want me to do the geography first? Could I pass any, or is that uh, if you want to? Battle. Since we're discussing battle strategy, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you can you can do that first if you want. Yeah. So what is the difficulty? And what is the effect going to be if you succeed? Bonus on initiative checks. It, yeah, I mean this is about setting up for combat, so improving your initiative check is a reasonable thing for the success to do. So if you succeed, then you will get an upgrade to your initiative check, not a blue die. Okay. And if you have advantages on your roll, you could use each set of two advantages to upgrade another initiative of your side. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense because I'm trying to figure out how to position us in our best for what we've got. So... We'll be setting the average, but there is a black die for it because this like hurried planning is happening at night, so mm-hmm. it's dark and you're not getting like a very. It's harder to see the the terrain. Okay, I succeed with two advantages. Cool. Okay. So then I we should put those in that initiative. You're thinking. Yeah. Or... Why don't you Why don't you just like give it to your woes? Okay. Okay. Trick. Okay, so you're making your little willow duster. Yeah, like, we're going over the battle plan. Domo Thangalin is like, those with short legs move very quick. And Trick's like, but what if those with long legs also moved quick? You know it would be great? Enough threats that other mages knew you were doing stuff. Ooh, that would be interesting. Well, I succeed with a triumph. I have five threats. So... Oh, did, did I do a bad thing? Double thinking. I guess we're gonna find out. Yeah, we're gonna find fool around and find out. 
Before you decide what to do with that triumph, yes. I'm going to remind you that partly why you were casting this is because you guys were wondering about what energy Burst uses and whether Woses would be able to tell if this was bad or yep. things like that. Yep. I feel like Heffa cares about that more than Trick does, but... Trick is concerned about it. So if you want to spend your triumph for metaphysical comprehension of what's going on, you can do that. Only if it's good news. <laughs> I think that would make sense. Because now, like, we're paying attention. This is an experiment. Okay. So, I am consuming three threats for all other spellcasters and creatures attuned to magical energies within a day's travel to become aware of you. Now, does that mean they are aware that there's an elf trickmanu doing things, or does that mean that they are... They're aware of the burst of magic where you are, yep. and when they see you, they will associate what they felt with you. Okay, that sounds good. And I felt it too? Yes. I mean, that's how we played it with Hepa. Yep. Yep. When that, that elvish noble lady bumped into you guys later, she... Scolded. Acknowledged what Hepa had done. So, because we are doing both things here, the threat version yep. and the triumph for you to understand what's happening. Yep. There is a visible magic happening here. Well, that's never happened. You are doing this in an area which is known to have some corrupt stuff about it. Your magic, as, as you talk and you move your little sticks around and you do your little acting out of how fast these sticks can go, there is um, a kind of like waviness in the air like, around the sticks you are moving. Did the sticks move of their own accord, more or less? You kind of feel them vibrating, too. Maybe it's like a dowsing rod. And then you only have enough for one woes to be um, affected by your spell, because you didn't get the advantages. I guess I didn't spend the triumph that way, but yes. So, the same kind of waviness starts to form around Dolmethengelin also. And Dolmethengelin... Kind of just like, you are not an elf like Isthiniel. Like, again, like making the comment, like, yeah. you and Isthiniel are, like, quite different. As I said, I get that a lot. I, Trick will admit I am half of an elf. So I apologize <laughs> if I brought some offense. Trick is actually going to ask him, like, are, are you okay? Do you feel faster? Do you feel okay, though? Dolmethanglin is, is not taking offense. Okay. Um, Trick is relieved. And the woes expresses that it, it doesn't feel any badness or corruption or anything like that. And in fact, the earlier theory that was expressed regarding where the energy for the casting comes from is validated by this experiment. In this case, is... there's not much of a crowd, so it comes from my bloody nose. <laughs> no, you're not getting a bloody nose out of this. Okay, I know there's still two threats hanging there. Those two threats are being spent for something else. All right, then. There is something on this menu of options that I quite like and will become apparent shortly. Very well then. So, the energy that Trick used to cast the spell came from the interest and the attentiveness of all of the beings around. Trick was not draining life force from anybody, but essentially Trick's magic works off of camaraderie. I think it was asking for magical donations. <laughs> he passes around the magical hats. And, you know, people tossing coins. Yep. Well, there's a phrase where attention goes, energy flows. Yes. <laughs> and that is 
from this triumphant casting here with Wozes who are attuned to the flow of, of energy. Essentially, it is the same sort of energy as the pool of primal magic, but it is not the world's reservoir that you are using. Verse tends to be something that needs an audience. And there have been times when you have tried to talk yourself up. And that uh, doesn't usually work as well. And in that case, there's like a very shallow pool to pull from. <laughs> Are you saying trick is shallow? Just you. <laughs> so mechanically speaking, I'm not saying it's harder to cast on yourself. Right, right. But I am saying that your ability to enact things on inanimate objects will still depend upon there being... You know, if a tree falls in the woods, there has to be somebody there to observe it for bardic magic to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's your triumph. Thank you. You do magic, and it's okay. And it's okay. And you did it triumphantly, so maybe you got all that little extra energy from people who didn't even know what you were casting. There's, like, woodland critters who are around. And they're not, like, all, like, watching a rapt attention, but the camera passes on, uh, like, a deer that, like, looks up for a second. Uh, there's, like, a rabbit hopping by... Uh, there's like mate who's like ripping a worm out of the ground and it's just it's like much more discordant <laughs> who's not paying attention and then it comes back so two strain yep and Peppa, you felt that casting mm-hmm. and clearly all the woes around also felt it because there was a commenting discussion on it oh there is no doubt that trick is a magical boy i'm a real boy i'm a real elf <laughs> he goes through Goes through a magical boy transformation. <laughs> he takes out his hairband. His hair is actually four feet long. <laughs> he gets weird bits of armor. Mate gets bits of armor. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah, 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 right. <laughs> so, Dolmethenglin is able to do two mo- maneuvers. In the first round. In the first round. Because your spell succeeded. Question. Does he have to prepare his first attack, or is the first attack considered already ready, like a crossbow? We will consider the first attack already ready. Okay. Because you guys are, are primed to act. All right. So we are going to roll initiative for you guys, your woeses, for Ganon, and for Ganon's assistance. I will be rolling three bad guy slots initially. And initiative is... Initiative here is cool because you guys have set up an ambush. Yes. Okay. And you, Hepa, get an upgrade, and your woes gets an upgrade. 1.3. Okay. 1.5. Which is better than 1.4, which is what both Trick and Dome with Angular rolled. Yeah, we did not roll so well. We're a little rattled, maybe. Trick's a little distracted. Well, we're not soldiers. <laughs> yeah, we're really not. Okay. We're like scouts, maybe? Yeah. The other side is also rolling cool, because they are also conducting an ambush. That's true. And they are also... All receiving an upgrade to yeah. their checks yeah, that's fair. because Magic. a certain archaeologist has told them various things. Due to the giant piles of threats you all have rolled in dealing with that archaeologist. Yeah, that's fair. Not that Ulf has anything against you personally, but there are threats to the Shadow Mages in the area that Ulf has communicated. Well, I don't know that Ulf did it. I don't know. Ulf's our friend, right? He wouldn't do that. Bad guy the first. 3.1. Oh my gosh. We're just going to get lightning to death in the first round. Bad guy the second. 2.2. Bad guy the third. 3.1. <laughs> well then. It will be all the bad guys and then all the players. I mean, I'm not very cool, so th- there's really no way I could have beaten any of those. 
So, they just wasted some good rolls. That's what I'm saying. Okay, but we haven't jumped out yet. They totally know where I am. <laughs> are you two on the ground, or are you in Wozo's? Because when we've struck from trees before, it has not ended well. Yeah, I totally fell out of a tree. That kind of makes sense. We'd be on the Plus, ground. the Wozo's are going to be moving, and despite what Lord of the Rings have you believe, I don't know how easy it is to hang on to a Woz while it's charging. Okay. So, in the first round of combat... Combat unfolds when the caravan moves down the road and a lightning bolt smashes into the ground in front of the lead of the caravan, the front cart there. (laughs) And a booming voice sounds from the tree line. Y'all just need to give up your provision carts and uh, we'll let the the rest of uh, you all Continue along your way just fine. There doesn't need to be any sort of dust up here. And in response to that, Rodri orders the carters to double time it. And various drivers of the various horses, carts, try to like calm the startled beasts in the front. But it's clear that they're not just going to roll over and allow their stuff to be taken. Then chaos ensues. Lightning mages and thiefy sorts move to attack, and despite what Ganon just claimed about, oh, just turn over your provisions and we'll let you go, the first, like, main thrust of the attack is not on the provision wagons, it's on the prisoner wagons. And then the first attack comes into the trees right where you guys are. So a bunch of the focus is on the prisoners, but it's clear somebody's like, there's also a danger right there. So the whole caravan. I mean, we're making them split their forces. That's a good thing. Otherwise, the caravan would have gotten overrun. I think Rodri needs to invest in a fake caravan to help a dummy caravan because this is twice. Twice in one route. Yeah. Look, caravans are a popular source of uh, stuff for bandits. Okay, I think Ganon starts long range from you guys because. He was throwing a bolt at the front of the caravan. Mm-hmm. And so he is going to attempt to hit you from long range. That's fair. There is no light issues right now. It's sunrise, and that's sufficient light for everybody to operate normally. Yep. Normally, his attack would be programmed for short range, but he's upping it to long range, so that's increasing it by two purples. Yep. He is doing a lightning attack on you, which... Is also getting a blue die. Because he's so good at lightning. No. He's getting a blue die because you are essentially outlined to him. Oh, yeah, that's fair. This is the effect of two threats. Is that all spellcasters targeting you in this encounter get a blue die. The whole encounter? Yeah. All right. It's nasty. We don't do a lot of magical combat. Turns out, it's dangerous. I rolled a lot of magical threats. I deserve this. I will now build his pool, and you're not going to like that either. Let me just say I'm going to spend this right now. <laughs> yeah, and I don't realistically think I get any benefit from all the various trees in the way, because we're specifically moving those. This is why I asked whether you were in the Wozits or not. Uh, yeah, that might have been wise, but no. The good news for you is that he didn't draw his sword yet. So six successes is going to be ten damage. Seven gets through, that's half of my... He has a threat. Yep. So he cannot activate any of the things that accompany lightning. Which is super good, because those are bad, I imagine. Yes. 
Except he has this triumph here. I think he could crit me if he wants, I guess. This is an attack. He is going to crit you. All right. Because critting you is more interesting than just causing you three strain, which is the other thing that he could do. So we are going straight to the crit table right at the start of the game. Yep. Hope he doesn't kill your morale. To be clear, we took zero precautions against lightning, made no effort whatsoever to protect ourselves from a known magical threat. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what we would do, though. Yeah. You know, you are no longer doubting that they can use lightning. That's pretty bad. 79. Oh, gosh. How bad is this? Is 79, this... I'm going to say, is one of the worst. Great. It is a level 2 crit, overpowered. Oh, he gets another attack. The right target away. leaves himself open, and the attacker may immediately attempt another attack against them as an incidental. At the same die roll? Using the exact same pool. Go for it. Uh, he has one threat, though. It's either one wound or two strain. Do you have a preference? He's a proper nemesis. Yeah. I think I want that to be two strain because strain is what powers magic, and he had to mark two strain to cast the spell. Okay. And if I send mate after him to get his annoy him. Okay, so that's two successes, six damage, and another threat. Keep marking down that strain. All right. All right, now he's going to have to reconsider casting. Yes. Because well. having cast two spells, one right after the other there, that has taken a lot of strain. I feel like maybe your hair is a little bit thin. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> to be clear here, two lightning bolts have come at you. Wow. And not from the sky. From this guy. No, no. From this guy. And he's now going to activate a power that costs him a story point. Shadows rise up near, like kind of around him. It's not even necessarily that, like, darkness, like, appears. It's kind of like the sun is coming up and there's long shadows cast by some things as the sun comes up. And these shadows kind of, like, move over towards him. You don't know what those shadows will do, but he has activated one of his fancy... Um, Shadow powers. Um, a nemesis guy powers. Yep. And those exist now. That's got to be adding to the corruption. <laughs> I feel like yeah, summoning shadows is probably. Whew. I'm still standing though. Two hits of lightning. And Ooh. two more bad guys. Which essentially he like calls you guys out and like issues orders for some of his folks to go deal with you. And those orders. Strictly speaking, they shot first. Yeah, why are they attacking us? We're just standing here. Hey, because we said what we were gonna do. <laughs> he issues orders to a group of the shadow mages. And the orders he tells them are tamp them down. And those those mages start moving towards you guys. So those mages are a minion group and they take two maneuvers to get closer to you. So they're at me- medium range from you guys. Okay. To Danella, the big bulky woman with the morning star, oh, yeah. he just tells her to stay close. Actually, no, he's pulled his shadow followers up. No, he won't tell her to stay close. He's not feeling that desperate right now. So... He tells Donella, see what you can do about our lumber pile. Such a disrespectful way to one thing not to cut down trees for firewood that has to happen sometimes. To cut down the woes. So she's carrying a mace. <laughs> she takes two maneuvers as well. So he's still long range from you guys, but the minion group and Donella are medium range from you. That's what's going on with the bad guys who are of immediate concern to you. Yep. <laughs> Super immediate concern. <laughs> Trick your hair. That'll wake you up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> your hair's a little frizzy now. That's what I signed up for. Okay. There's no way for me to shoot long range. I don't think I have that. I think your bow only goes medium. 
Well, after seeing what he did with that lightning, I don't want to know what these other mages can do with lightning. So if it's okay, Trick will take a shot. Go for at it. those fellows. At the minion group of at mages? At the minion group of mages. Okay. There are three. They have one defense from their billowing cloaks. Okay. Trick will aim. Okay. So you are taking one maneuver to aim, and you're shooting. And I'm shooting. That is not a wash. That is one failure. Okay. And some warning shots. Do, do, do. That is not good. I will spend some strain to send mate flying. Okay. He gets a full turn when you spend Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he can go from long to short in one maneuver. He's um, a bird. He is a bird. Are you sending him after Ganon? No, because he can't actually get in Ganon's face and hurt him this round. Well, I guess, no, he gets a full proper turn. Do you think Ganon is going to target a magpie? He's not going to target a magpie who has not attacked him yet, but he will target a magpie who has attacked him. I just meant getting into yeah. position does make sense. Like, he's not in danger, because right now he's just a bird. Also, if Mate gets hit by lightning, he is D-E-D dead. Or if he gets stabbed by a sword, or any of these things. So I think Mate just gets in range. Okay. And that is realistically all he can do. Mate needs only one maneuver to get in short range, correct? Yes. I don't know what else he'd be able to do, though. He can aim. He can aim. I will also have to consider, what can he do with this skull debris? That sword belongs to me now! <laughs> come on, come on, come on! I'm not sure he can carry a sword. No. But he could gonna... grab his cloak and put it over his own eyes. Ooh. Or unclasp something. Like undo the cloak so it falls off, pulls hat over his eyes. So Trick has soaked a bunch of hits, and an effectually shot, sent mate to hopefully be more productive. We have three more player slots. Do you want to go, or do you want a woes to go? Maybe we should send our woeses in. Well, what are you planning to do? I don't know. How injured are you? I, my options I'm really are badly injured. Either I heal you, or I try to cast something, or I shoot a bow. But if you're pretty badly injured, I think I'm going to go with that, because I don't okay. know that I'm going to... We were standing next to each other, and you were like a half-human person. I might think you might take more hits than I can, which may or may not be true. I think it's technically true only because I took some extra wound threshold. If I go down, I can't heal either of us. Yeah. So yeah, then I'm going to heal you. Do I want to activate my ring? I think I do. Light speed! Yep. One additional maneuver per turn, so then I can do things like aid others with maneuvers... And then I'm going to try to cast heal on you. Okay. So you are allowed to use a maneuver to essentially like aim your magic spell if you wish. That will give you a blue die on your casting. We've let me do ranged, but I have in my notes must be engaged. That's at the, the base that's difficulty. That's the base difficulty. Oh, okay, okay. So add one difficulty or take your maneuver to step. Yeah, let's do that. Heal gets complicated if you wanted to do it to multiple people or you want to do something special like heal crit. Healing crit is not what we need right now. though. Yeah, you just need hit points, right? I just need points back. Uh, yes, if I get with another crit, it will be bad, but... I mean... I hope that doesn't happen, because I made gain and burn eight strain. I mean, I can add... And I suffered ten wounds for that. So, in the balance of things, it wasn't that bad. All right. It's just one purple. I wasn't going to use a story point unless you want more. No, I think we'll see what we get. Okay. So, yeah, so I succeed with three advantages. How many successes? Just one. So, you heal one wound, and you heal three strain. And if you want to spend two strain, you can take an additional maneuver. I'm not going to do it because I'm going to be eating a bunch of strain at the end of this. Okay, Woses are going to do something now. Yes, uh, I know that Doma Thanglin is allowed to take two moves. He's allowed to take two moves. He doesn't really have to, but he might as well. Right now, he's medium range, so that will get him engaged with one of the approaching forces. Yes, it gets him closer to gaining, too. So I in see. my mind, this is like drive-by. Doma Thanglin... Runs up, 
You know what? I feel like Dome of England will target the mages because that is the people who are doing corrupting things. Then Dome of England is going to spend two strain to take a second maneuver. Yes. Or, actually, no. Dome of England could if you wanted to, but he doesn't need to get engaged. He doesn't. He can strike from short. You know what? He'll strike from short and then he'll see where he's, he'll see what he's at. And if he needs to spend two strain, he might just do that. It's not a matter of he needs to get engaged with the people he's hitting. That's true. He needs to get closer to gain in, so he does need the extra steps. Yeah. Oh, so he can stay short range from them. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that is what it will be. And it's plus one difficulty to attack silhouette one? Yes. Okay. So they, and they have a a black dog defense. Is he short range from both the outlaw and the other group, just in case he has an advantage? Yes. Okay. That is a hit with two threats. Okay. That's 11 damage. It's not going to be able to spill over, nope. but 11 damage on these shadow mages who have soak one does 10 damage. Does that knock out one of them? It does knock one of them down. One of them gets flattened. There's with branches flailing. Two threats. A black die in his next roll. They're going to take an immediate free maneuver. Ooh. They move closer to you guys. That's bad news. So okay. they are now short range from you guys. Okay, Dumbo Thangolin will spend the strain to... I think they get knocked closer to you guys. Yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> Dumbo Thangolin was just pushing them out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And continues and is now medium range from Gaiman. Okay, so Dumbo Thangolin spent two strain to be able to double yes. move and hit. All right, and what about Bold? Is she in position close enough to hit anybody? Yes, actually, because the Shadow Mages just fell... Oh, to okay. short range? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, She's... yeah, she doesn't even need to move at all. Rock'em, sock'em, shadow mages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like bumping them back. Bumper car, forth. shadow mages. <gasps> yeah, she's going to hit them. So if you don't have anything planned for her maneuver, then you could aim for a blue die. I mean, unless, because they're very slow, if she wants to keep moving, that might be better, right? She hasn't moved yet. I mean, her thing yeah. could be more hanging back. We don't know. She could take the swing first. She's not Yeah. Fling some nuts at them. Yeah, yeah. How many shadow mages are left? One of them is splayed across the ground, but two of them are still on their feet. It's been a very long time since she's engaged in any kind of combat. She's a little bit cautious, I think. Okay. So, yeah, she's going to aim. Okay. okay. So, and work okay. on the immediate... The immediate threats. Yeah. Okay. Those so, corrupting. So I had a blue die. That's why you battle with short legs, because they can move faster. Three purples and a black. Yep. Four advantages. All right. Okay. You take a free maneuver, but you can't... Oh, you haven't moved. So yeah. It, but, I don't know, you said she's cautious. Well, I mean, she can move, but if they're right there for her, then she might be able to do something there. Can she aid another or something? Is oh, that what you that's can possible. do? That is a thing you can yeah, do. Yeah, she could spend two advantages she to do that maneuver. could and... get them a black die. Oh, my goodness. So swings above their heads. Yeah, let's do the black die, and then she has two more advantages. Yeah. Yeah, so you could also give a blue die to somebody specific. Peppa or Double Thinglin or themselves. Or Trey. Yeah, I think you might need it. <laughs> we'll see. See if I'm still standing. Hang on. This is the end of the round. Yep. And I do want to remind you, there's other things going on in this combat. I hope they're doing a better job than we are. So, Bulldrum is passing a blue die to somebody specific, or just... I mean, it could be just the next ally. Okay. So, what I was going to say is, you could choose to reposition yourself elsewhere on the battlefield... If you do not like the way your current combat is going, you don't need to keep fighting these people. You can move to other aspects of the field. Do you mean narratively or like our characters withdraw? 
I'm not saying you leave the scene completely, but I'm saying if you feel you have bitten off more than you can chew, do not feel like you have to keep fighting the same people. There are other things going on. Okay. I'm just making sure you're aware of this. There are other people you could be targeting. There's places you could run to to hide. You <laughs> duck behind the beard shield. Like, you could do things to pull in other allies if you feel you need to. I'm just... I don't want you to feel like I dumped some crazy overpowered bad guy on no, you. No, I think we just got unlucky with a couple of rolls. Okay. So, that was your first round of combat. Yep. Elsewhere on the battlefield, shadow mages and stuff are fighting through knights and trying to liberate prisoners. So he's just going to be making his melee check, which he's got three yellows for his melee. Okay. And that's being made against a red and two purples and a black. Okay. And the GM is upgrading the difficulty of the roll with a story point. Okay. Go ahead and roll that. And if he succeeds this roll, there is not prisoners free yet. Good news, everyone. Three successes and two threats. Okay. So he's taking some knocks. Yep. So uh, probably um, some of his underlings have been flattened, but so far the prisoners have not been, been freed yet. That's what underlings are for. That's what's going on at the other main section of fighting. And we're back to the top of the round. Short range from you guys are two shadow mages still afoot. Yep. They begin moving their arms in some way. You don't really know what they're doing. But in addition to that, (laughs) they are also going to cast. But there's only two of them now, which is bad for their level of ability. And they have a black die because of... They are casting at Trick. Yep. And whatever spell they're doing is base 2 difficulty. Yes. And they're short range from you. Let's let's, let's just find one of these here. Five advantages on a failed spell. They mark two strain. Does one of them pass out? Not quite. Okay. Trick, whatever weapon you have in your hand, Yes. you're going to drop it. Oh, no. Waves of magical energy flow over you. And again, this is on the failed check. Yeah. Okay. So it's a sure. failed check, but they have yeah. advantages, so you're yeah. going to drop what you're holding. Okay. And so narratively, I'm going to describe that as their magic doesn't fully affect what they want. You can feel it sapping at you enough that like your hand spasms. Okay. And you drop your what you're holding, but not enough for it to do what it was going to do to you. Okay, well that's a plus. So three of their advantages were contained to do that. They are then going to use two others for a free extra maneuver. Okay. And back so, to medium range. Smart idea. So there's two shadow mages there. They're at medium range. One of them is steadying the other. Yeah. But they're continuing to do something with their arms and chant in some manner. So they have some maneuver that they did, but you don't know what the purpose of it is. Okay. And that was the Shadow Mage's turn. Danella was medium range from you guys. Yep. Uh, she moves to engage with Domathenglin, who is one maneuver away from her. Yep. And then she is going to club Domathenglin. It'll be one purple. She charges in using her momentum. It'll add three damage to what she's doing. So she had one success. Yep. That would have been eight damage, but her charge makes it 11. Minus six is five. She needs that charge to snap through the branches. She does. So she just clubs right back at at the woes. That leaves us back to Danan. 
Uh, Ganon is going to send a lightning bolt at this woes. Yeah, that makes sense. He that doesn't sounds... really care that there's an ally engaged. Yeah. Should have gone first, pal, but you're not really a tactician. What did you just say? He's not really a tactician. Okay. I thought you said related to Cassius. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. <laughs> I'm like, too. I don't know what that I means. I did stumble over the words at 100%. <laughs> but I was just going to play it cool like that didn't happen. Thanks for not letting me do that. <laughs> I was like... Nobody said anything about catching here. What are you talking about? How did you guess the twist? You know, you guys never necessarily learned which of Catchin's parents was related to Mel Ravenel. Catchin's other parent could totally be alive. That's true. This magic spell is being shot at medium range. Yep. And he's not a fan of Woes's, so he's going to kick in auto fire. Does the Woes being bigger help him out here? Yes. And the Woes has adversary? The Woes does have adversary. He should have. There should have been a red day already in the last one. Well, sorry, pal. It's a success with enough advantages for Autofire to work. Okay, what's happening? He drew his sword first this time, maneuver-wise, which adds to his damage. Okay. So his four successes here is a total of 11 damage. Okay. Apply the soak. Minus six, that is five more. And then the same thing happens again. Okay, so five happens twice. Yes. So it does the same quantity of damage a second time, soak applies a second time. So what's happening is like chained lightning, essentially. Like the lightning hits and then like it jumps from branch to branch. Don't look Don't look is looking worse for the wire. Creaks and groans. You might have to do some regeneration. That was the three bad guys. That was the three bad guys. Should we let our trees go first? I'm trying to think what Don't Thingle's going to do. He is medium range, so he cannot possibly regain in this round. Well, does he regenerate first? He should regenerate with one of his maneuvers. He and, can regain oh. it. He can hit well, people at short range. range. It means he will not regenerate. Not regenerate. Unless he rolls enough advantages to take a free maneuver. That is a good point, so he'll do that. Well, we still have the two advantages. Dolmethanglin will get the blue die. You've got plenty of story points. You can certainly upgrade Dolmethanglin's attack here. I think that's going what is What level of adversary are we dealing with? You are actually not going to be able to hit Ganon. Oh no, because of the crazy shadowness. Because of the shadows. Okay. The attack is going to hit a shadow instead of Ganon. Okay. And so you don't actually have to roll against Ganon's pool. Okay. You roll against the shadow's pool, and the shadow is just a minion. So there is no adversary applied. Okay. And I don't know that's many a story point makes sense in this situation. But if you do enough damage, you might take out more than one shadow. Right. He has a minion group who he can pull into yeah. the way of whatever's coming at him. And you marked the strain that Ganon spent on his most recent spell, right? Ganon spent two, two more, more strain. strain. Yeah, because don't forget about me, or was that what you were thinking? That is also what I'm thinking, because Mate does strain damage to people. <laughs> oh, but Mate will end up hitting one of the shadows. Well, unless Delmoth Anglin clears the way! This is going to be 12 damage. Okay. How does the sweep thing work in this situation? It can't be used against minions that you're already targeting. And it cannot be used against Ganon in this situation. It totally can. Let's do that. And he can only pull shadow followers in front of him once per round, so he cannot stop that. That's a lovely thing. The first arm comes through, sweeps through one or more shadows. And then another... Twelve also hits. The second arm is following through. Ganon was not expecting this. Okay. Yeah, I will allow that. There's a technicality here of, like, it's not supposed to work against more difficult to hit people than oh, the first thing. Oh, that is true. But since he's the one who pulled the shadow followers in anyway, I will okay. let you spend a story point. 
That's fair. That's that a good price. Fair price. That costs one advantage, two advantages. He will take a maneuver to regenerate. One more advantage will pay forward. So he just caused 12 damage. 12 damage minus soap. Yeah. He doesn't have a lot of soap. All that, you know, nice fat layer keeping the warmth in. This puppy hat is. Yeah, I'm trying to think if he would even say anything. Just like, stop this corruption. Yeah, I think what happens is Ganon is so, like, confident that the branch is going to hit the shadows that he doesn't even bother bringing his, like, sword up defensively or anything like that. He's still holding his sword in this kind of, like, artistic-y, like... Because, like, he shot the lightning from the sword this Uh, last time. Okay, okay. And so he's kind of, like, still holding it in this artistic martial art style and not, like, trying to fend off branches with it when, like, the branch comes back through and, like, whacks him. Okay. So, Dumbledore and pass the blue die to the next person. To whoever the next person is. Should we send our girl next at sure. the Shadow Mages? The yeah, mages yeah. Who the are... Shadow Mages doing Shadow Mage things need to be dealt with. Yeah, so I think that's the ones that are closest to her, so she can move. Yeah. She's still short range for them. Oh, okay, so then she still has a maneuver, so if she manages to take out these... Because when I was thinking when she's cautious, it's just that she wants to finish whatever she's working on before going to the next one. Yeah, so she's going to go for an attack. Does she want to aim? Or is she going to save her maneuver for something else? She doesn't need to regenerate, so... Although she didn't hit last time, so I think she will take the aim. Okay. That makes sense. You said she's cautious. You know, and thorough. So at the end, it's a success and two advantages. How many success? Just one. Okay. Well, you just need one for the sweep, right? Just one success, though, is like 11 damage. Yeah, that's why I figured... Like the sweep hits another target is the benefit. Right, so she will be able to sweep to Danella. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't. I was like, one success. That's They do a lot of damage. Yeah, you so. flattened yeah. them. You will never know what they were doing. Well, she's glad because she didn't want to see whatever corruption they were going to do next. Oh, that's true. Oldrum would have been able to feel what they oh, were doing. That's true. Yeah. And so may make some comment about, like, stop your corruption. Smash, smash, smash. I feel like she's got especially a disapproving look on her face, too. Like, you're in trouble. The eyes look angry. Yeah. Yeah, the orange people's eyes squish down. Yeah. And, like, tilt into angry. Which yeah. is just for the benefit of all non-roses. Roses don't need those eyes to see. <laughs> um, but she has an extra advantage, so then she Keep can paying pass. it forward. Yeah, pay it forward. Okay. But you were going to squish Danella also, you said. Oh, yeah. Do I roll again? No, that? you just okay. get the 11 damage. Slightly more soak over here. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, Woz is the real star of the show here. <laughs> That's right. Elves. Mm. Well, when I saw the damage and Jen was like, they're not oh, too overpowered, I'm like, I see what we've got. We've got regenerating characters that do 10 points of damage at a time. We can take the knocks. Yeah. They're just slow to get started. Yep. Okay, I am going to turn to a story point for that, though. Oh, because once again, we... once again, Danella is a more... Powerful character than yep. the minions you target. Yeah, okay, that's, that's but fair. I like that you are able to do it, so. I'll take it. I, my bow is on the ground. Your magpie is. I need to tell my magpie to do place. something. Yeah, I mean, we could pass the blue die to Let's mate. Let's mate go. Pass the blue die to mate. Do you yeah. have any encouraging things that you want to do? That can only help in medium range. Oh, which. Mate hasn't moved yet. Mate is in medium range. And so. And yes, that is an action. I can make a charm or verse check. I'll make a charm check. And this is not a spell and does not cost strain. And if you succeed well enough, you'll help additional people? For each success, one ally in medium range gets a blue die. For each advantage, one benefiting ally heals one strain. Okay. 
So you gotta say some things that are gonna appeal to your magpie. Oh, this does mean that trick is getting this blue die, though. That's fine. Well, I didn't know. I, I'm not clear how we're gonna get past these shadow things. That's... Uh, yeah, I'm not clear either. I don't know how that's gonna affect me. Probably a bad time. Mm. Oh, but the guy doesn't want to That's not gonna matter. What does trick say is the important thing. Yeah, you have to engage with your audience here. It has to be something to appeal to mate. It's mate is your primary target. Appeal to mate. Trick will reveal, and it's, uh, it is so unfortunate that the lightning hit him, not where he had the hock of ham stored in his chest. He was hoping to have that absorb the lightning. I should have remembered that and had a black die earlier, but I didn't. Yeah, the ham is totally preserved. And Trick will pull out the smallest piece of it. And ham it up? I think he just whistles so that Nate can see. Ah, so you're actually using music if you're whistling. Yeah, really hey. Highly unusual. I guess Trick does do whistling sometimes. Yeah. Uh, bird song is what he uses. So you do a jaunty little tune. (laughs) Mate whistles back. People who don't know you are like, that lightning must have hit him hard. (laughs) One triumphant success with an advantage. Okay. So, mate gets a blue die. That's the success. Yep. I have an advantage. Does your thing only last one round or what? It is just one round. It is on their next thing. For an advantage, can I pay a blue die to mate? Yep. Okay. And for a triumph, you want to upgrade mate too? Yeah, sure. Mate very rarely gets proper meat, I think, other than what he steals. Trick is most often giving him nuts and other things. Mm. Uh, so this is a rare delectable treat. And this hock of ham was like purchased. It's like honey glazed ham. And you have been very like adamant about like it was off limits. Yes, that is true. Because it might save a man's life. I just didn't realize it'd be my own. <laughs> uh, mate is making a swoop. There it is. Swoop attack. Got one blue die paid forward. He gets one blue die from this. Okay, it is going after the shadows, though. It is going after the shadow. Uh, it was once per round. You said he could do that. Oh, this is the same round? Yes. Okay, it's going at adversary two. Well... Who has defense two? Because he has the robes and his sword is out. And the sword is out. Is Mate going to win all your battles for you? Yes. Why not? He's he's probably the most soldiery of the three of us. Yeah. We're elves. We use nature. It's the trees and the birds that are going to get you. And the goal is to get the stun. <laughs> So you want advantages. I want advantages. Uh, so there's a call, like the Falcon's call, as he swoops down. He's Mate is making it? Mate is making that call. Okay. There's good news. This is going to hit. There's bad news. I'm not going to have advantages. Okay. He's only got one soak, so even just like a regular hit. Yeah, I mean, he does Still some be- damage. There's going to be two threats. No, there's going to be one threat. Five damage is the total. Five damage. One plus four. I know. But also a woes hit this guy, so... Eh, well, there's that. There's one threat left. How do we think that should be spent? I'm going to use that to damage Mate. I mean, he is going in among, like, a whole bunch of branches hitting around and crackling energy and the like. Oh, he had already aimed. And I had written it down. And I would forgotten about it. Hang on. No threats. Okay. But he manages to deftly swoop between the trees... Honestly, that's better than another success. Okay, I took an action, and I took a maneuver. Do I want to take a second maneuver? I am strained to burn here. I will aid whatever happens to it. Okay. I feel like while I'm hasted with the ring, probably I should just do some attack. As much as I'd like to try I, to heal you again, it didn't seem like it Trick will say, like, us. just take down, gain it. So, he's got these shadow things. We don't know anything about that. So I have my bow and I have magic that I could attack with. And I do think rune magic will be a little bit more successful than primal. 
I'm going to try to do just a hitting attack. Yeah, I have a strain. I'm just going to use a magical attack, which is at medium range, right? Who are you attacking? I think it's going to be Ganon. Ganon is long range away from you. Okay. So you need to spend two maneuvers to get up. Okay, or it's to what's her face, who is closer, but... Yes, she is short range. Our outlaw? Yeah, she's short range by now. I feel like the lightning is a much more dangerous thing, so yeah, I'll take the two maneuvers to go... Well, I have to think about how Hepa feels about... Shooting into... With, like, May and a woes kind of in the mix kind of don't want to hurt me, but I, do. I don't know that I know about the shadow, what the deal is with the shadow. You don't know what the deal is with the shadows. So I'm going to go for whatever her name is. You're she, going to attack the ruffian. Yeah, and she's she's not engaged with anybody, right? She is engaged because she moved up to the woes to whack it with a club. The woes did not The woes did not move. That's true. So they're both engaged with someone. The woes a whole lot tougher than me is, though. There's that. But also much more injured. Okay. I'm going to do the outlaw. The other thing is, your ring has the effect that if you do runic magic with it, it is not an action. So you can, because it is using that ring, you can cast as a maneuver, and you can shoot as an action. If you do this, you will be taking black dice on your casting, because your hands are occupied with getting your arrow ready and your bow. But it would essentially enable you to do double damage. Yeah, the outlaw's taken... Just one hit from a wounds? Yeah, I'll take one hit from a Which is a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to do go for the two attacks. We'll start with the magic that has black die. You said or black dice? It's one black die. The default difficulty is easy. One. Yep. She is short range, but she does have adversary. One red. There's and... an ally engaged. So one upgrade. So add a purple. If all you're looking to do is just flat out damage, then that's the difficulty and that's yeah. the roll. She has entangled people like before with whirlwinds and and the like. But if all you want to do is damage, that's totally fine and an easier roll. So. Yeah. So yeah, since you're making this harder anyway, let's just do that. Actually, I'm spending a story point to further upgrade. Okay. Yay! Actually, some successes here. Three successes and two advantages. Okay. So seven. Ashok is like six or something. No. Ashok oh. is five. Oh wow. She's brawny. And she's got armor. She's got basic armor, yeah. All right, she's brawny. Now you have two advantages. Well, I did have two strain. I could recover, but I do still or have a second win. Can you not spend advantages in magic to do that? You can recover strain if you had already suffered strain. Yeah, yeah. Which I she has. Yeah, but I could aim with a free maneuver. Yeah. Wait, how many did I use? How much strain do you have? You've only used one maneuver right now. And then I have an extra one that I could aim and shoot. Yeah. And then I could just heal the strain. You know, I'll just heal the strain now. All right. So her difficulty is going to be still based on... Short range. Upgraded um, because she's adversary. And upgraded because there's an ally. Yeah. yeah so one a... red, one purple. Then whatever your ranged attack is, plus a blue die because you just aimed. Okay. I didn't roll any successes, so one advantage. So I can just pass that forward? You can pass it forward to the next player if you don't need the strain. Yeah, I feel like that's good. I'm down three strain, but I think we could probably use okay. the die. Yeah. yeah. So you managed to hurt Danala with your runic casting. This is the haste ring, which has been described at other times as whipping things up and around and hitting people. So like sticks and twigs are coming at her. This is probably what like sends your arrows, you know, right. asunder. You're casting and shooting like pretty much at the same time, 
and your own arrows get kind of like flung aside. It seemed like a good idea in my mind, but I was calculating a lot of stuff. So, yeah. But she is getting whacked by the sticks and stuff, so she does take some more damage from them. It is the top of the next round. Yep. Gaiden does not want to be smashed by a woes. He is going to flee, but he still has strain, and he's going to use it. He is going to cast... Oh, does he have to take a maneuver to maintain his shadows? No, that is not a spell. That is an adversary. Oh, okay, never mind. That I gave him. Yep. He is going to extend this spell one range further. I don't know what the spell is, but I'm going to spend a story point to make it look further. <laughs> okay. All right, he is casting a spell. His sword is out, but lightning does not crackle forth from it. Oh, he was really hoping for some advantages. He takes two strain. Instead of lightning crackling forth from the sword, darkness blossoms out of it, and you no longer even really see his little shadowy protecting friends. There's a spreading pool of darkness around him, and all the way... uh, He's a long range from you guys, so it doesn't quite reach you, but Donella, and you can only see like the little bits of leaves sticking out from Lulagum. And there's now unnatural darkness in a medium range area about him. Can or still about be his casting point. See? It's three black dice okay. of concealment. That's fine. But he's now taking two maneuvers to go. So he's spending the strain. He is spending strain. Ooh, boy! So he has dropped a cloak of darkness around the area, and then he has moved away from this woes that was gloving him. He barely notices the bird. That's fair. It's just a bad day in the woods. Okay, so he's gotten. He was short medium, range. He's got medium, medium range. range away from that. Okay. He's on his way to. He's get like out extended of from you guys. Yeah, yeah. We gotta shut this down though. But I didn't say anything about what was happening elsewhere. That is correct. Um, because this was a new round. Oh, so we should do that. So I would like another roll made for Sir Shore. This time it is up against two reds and a purple. And I'm upgrading one of those, so it is in fact up against three reds. Oh boy. So roll that, and we'll see whether prisoners have escaped. Sorry, there should also have been a black die on that roll, because last time some of his people were taken out. That is true. Okay. So, failure with a triumph. So, the criminals have definitely gotten loose and are now helping the Shadow Mage side. But we can use that triumph for Rodri's role, because Rodri gets a leadership role for, like, getting the caravan. Moving. Like, pressing on through. Rodri's leadership is three yellows, but there is an upgrade, so it's going to be getting a green die also. And it is going up against two reds and a purple. Please roll that. Two successes. So, even though the, the back part of the caravan where the prisoner wagon is is kind of, like, slowed down, the goods and stuff like that they were like pushing through and they were like continuing to charge forward and Rodri is keeping the operators of the wagons from panicking and stuff like that and concentrate on that while knots in the beard and their squad that they have under them now because of the extra hiring. It's like a fighting it's like a fighting retreat, except it's it's a fighting advance, right? Like knots in the beard, some of their their fighters are like hanging back on the wagons behind the wagons to, like, fend off anybody who's still, like, coming in while others are, like, on the side, like, knocking people aside with the shield and things like that so that the caravans can can continue to charge forward. 
And there's one little magic missile. There's some really nice fireworks going on. Not effective at anything, but <laughs> they look really good. Uh, Tomas is kicking himself for, for not having like learned light magic yet <laughs> to do something about this pool of darkness that just showed up. But all magic makes light when it's being done by humans. But not like a glow that pushes back darkness. Okay, so uh, Danella is fighting a woes, but the lights were just turned off on her as much as on anybody else. Yeah, her boss sucks. Maybe you can talk her to our side. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She's gonna smash at Luladrum. She throws away two black dice of darkness, but she still has one black die of darkness. And Luladrum is an adversary, but a, is silhouetteary. Okay. Smash. Oh, but she's going to regret her poor performance here as she does nine damage. You know, progress. It's only a scrape against the woes. So she takes three. There's right. sticks flying at her, and she continues to smash. She smashes off a few sticks on the side. <laughs> okay. The mini shadow mages are gone, so they do not have a turn. No, they're all sprawled Spraw- out yeah, in the dark. Yeah. All right, I have... Trick has a curious question. So Trick can conjure illusions, in a sense. Yes. What does conjuring the illusion of light look like? Hmm. Or, like, is that really a source of light? Do you um, think that is a thing Trick can do? I don't understand, like, he's never tried that before, but, like, he's done an illusion. What if we just all think there's light? Would that work? Oh, I guess it's, like, dispel. Is the like mechanical spell in this situation, which is a first thing, but is dispel a first thing? I believe it is. Dispel known to Arcana and first. Yeah. So I think functionally, what's happening is trick. You know, you've made like rocks look like shiny gold coins before. Yes. So you you get this idea of can I attempt to make it seem like there's light? The practical what will happen is dispel. Yes. But what Trick is trying to do is fake light. And as usual, Trick fakes something and it might true. work. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. It might be true. It's a hard check by default. Short range. But I need to center this at long range, don't I? You could center it at long range or you could maneuver forwards so that you're only centering it at medium range. Okay. I'll take one maneuver forwards. I am going to upgrade the difficulty of this, which is going to represent you are... Flying by the seat of your pants here. That's you don't really what know what you're does. doing. From what you've described narratively, it is a logical thing for you to think to try to do. Yep. I just need the woozes and the trees. And a blue die, because yeah. I had somebody have an advantage. Oh, I had one. Yeah, you passed it to the next. I will 100% spend story points here. Who brought a bard to a mage battle? Oh, no. <laughs> and I will spend two strain to do this. I got lots of strain, that's not a problem. I'll try to make how this trick. Yeah, you gotta speak and say stuff. You could convince us we could see through it if we think real hard. That seems to be like sort of a thing you'd say. If you concentrate real hard. Trick will frame it as it is not just the woeses who are with us, it's the trees themselves, and the trees will part, letting the sun shine in uh, here. The canopy will separate. And in the darkness you shall find light. One success with two advantages. So Trick is slightly amazed as well. He's thinking, like, maybe I can just conjure light uh, like as an illusion. We all believe that, yes, the trees part and light will 
shine upon this corruption. And that is, I would say, that is not even what appears to happen because it is not illusion, it is a dispel. Like, the darkness actually, from the inside out. It's strange and wondrous. <laughs> I can't imagine being a mage. Just worked so hard to cast something and then somebody just talks. Like, Ganon is out sneaking it. out and is suddenly revealed. And it happens immediately. It's not like a a slow eating away of the darkness. That that darkness was magically conjured and it is magically snuffed out. And so it doesn't sink, it's just gone. Snaps out of existence. And um You are not like a <laughs> Thelia or whatever. Like <laughs> that was more powerful than Trick expected. <laughs> Do you, do you feel good, or uh, do you want to use advantages for some other... Uh... Uh, I would like to have mate attempt another oh, attack. Free, free maneuver. Yeah, free maneuver. Okay. So uh, he throws in a whistle at the end. Okay, so mate has to swoop on down again. Yes, but mate does not have all the bonuses he has gotten last time. Nope, and I'm going to upgrade against him. Uh, also, there's adversary? Adversary 2. Okay. And he has defense because his sword is still out, and he's got another defense because his robes are on. Good luck, mate. You could do this. You could take him out. You could. There is still some shadows clinging. Oh, there are shadows? Yes. Okay, so these... There is no adversary, too. Correct. Statement was drawn. Well, that's much better. I mean, he's not going to gain him, but... Right. Getting through these shadows isn't necessarily... He could rip through the final shot. Yes. Right, the shadows move with Ganon, correct? Yeah, that makes sense. Two success, which is only going to be three damage. Does not have enough to activate stun. He has one threat. Which he can, I guess, take as his wound. It's disturbingly cold, the shadow that throws not. itself between mate and game. Yeah. And that's what causes the stress to, to mate fair. system. Also, it's not moving in a way that like shadows are supposed to move. Like. And mate barely understands mirrors. <laughs> I mean, it's like stupid. Yeah. Okay, but he did. He succeeded. He hit. Yep. He did some damage. The shadows shred, there's just... There's a lot of shadow there. Yeah. That was Trickster. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe let the Wozes go again. Yeah, so Dome of England cannot reach Ganon. Right. Oh, Ganon's medium range. He can get the short range and smack him. Just the very edge, yeah. He'll have to spend some strain Does to take the extra maneuver to prepare. Yes. But it's so worth it. The wind-up. Oh, and he has to deal with these shadow guys. The shadow guys can only be activated oh, once per round. was so helpful. Yeah. Uh, Dome of England lurches forward. He regenerated in the last round, so he's starting to put some of the fires out. But he sees this corrupting mage. Adversary two, two levels of defense. Stuff. You're upgrading. Are you upgrading? I am upgrading. I make you guys fight for this. Yeah. Branch and thorn, tooth and nail, beak and claw. Be- beak and branch. Claws and beak. Yeah. Enough of your corruption. Smash. You will no longer wake the dead. You will join them. That is three successes, which is 13 damage. And two threats. 13 damage? Yep. Um, splat? Two threats, though. I mean, I can take those a strain. Uh, almost at the wound threshold. Don't think this is the most don't think I've to move in centuries. He's not moved like this since Ardenna terrorized the forest. And he's got a new set of scars to go with it. He does. Yeah, take it as 
Take it as damage. Yeah, that doesn't knock him out, but it's one from. Yeah, I think that's appropriate. And I think it just narratively. We are at other woes. I'm just picturing bloody trees. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> bloody branches. Yeah, let's... Let, blah, blah, blah. So um, she's going to take a maneuver to wind up her arm, mm-hmm. which I think we may have been forgetting, but swing and smash. Yeah, mark her too strained for having taken an extra maneuver. <laughs> yeah, I could do that. I think she hasn't suffered much damage yet, so... No. All right, but Danella is still standing, so by all means, squash her woes. All right, let's try. Okay, now I forgot what the difficulty was on her. Is going to be a red and two purples. Oh, she triumphed. Did she successfully triumph? Oh my gosh. Nothing. So she triumphed with an advantage, but she failed. Um. Could knock the. She can certainly knock the. The mesa. The weapon from Danella's hand. So I think if she disarms Danella, and Danella has also seen like her boss splat be pummeled. Danella is not going to be sticking around. Because Danella is not one of the scholars here. She's one of the thugs. Well, it all happens at once, so I'm going to yeah. shoot at her. And yeah, advantage, pay a blue die forward. Oh, yeah. She's short range for me. So that'll be a red, because she has adversary one. And you get two free maneuvers this turn. So if you want Can to... Can I aim twice? Yeah, you can aim twice for you two blue dice. Because that's going to be... Imagine you pull the bow back really far. But then I think really fast twice. So two successes, and my bow does seven, so I think it's I think it's nine. nine? Yeah. Bad. But I can't do anything with an advantage for that. You can make yourself feel better. Yeah. Because oh, now because it taking, is the end of that round. Taking six strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so probably. Yeah. You want a second win, too? Yeah, I'm going to. Shall we see what's happening elsewhere? Yes. The caravan, when last we checked, the goods were doing well. The prisoners had broken free. Prisoners had broken free. The knights had lost some of his men. So with the caravan pushing forward and the head shadow mage getting squished, I think at this point some of Rodri's forces can Advance. assist the knights. Yeah, I guess the prisoners are free anyway, so... Oh, like, they can try to get some of them back. Right, right. Like, because that is technically part of what the caravan's supposed to do. But it also means, like, they're not tied to, like, protecting that cart. Right. I was like, well, now we're all in this. So instead of rolling for Sir Shore this time... We will roll for Caravan. Not, oh, not in the beard. Yeah, and also Tomas. So, we are going to be rolling an exciting amount of three greens and one yellow, because Tomas only has one level of Arcana. Yep. He's going to be rolling a uh, medium range attack with his fireball, so two purple difficulty. He's not doing anything super fancy with it. And he's going after people who do not have defense. Oh, but there are still some shadow mages assisting with that attack. Mm. So please upgrade the difficulty here. <laughs> Two advantages. Good job, Tomas. It's an impressive display. More light! Shedding more light! He pays a blue die forward to somebody. Yeah, you remember you were saying you see fireworks but they don't do anything? Yeah, yep. Alright, Nats's attack roll. Three yellows. And the beard. Three yellows and a green. Oh, I'm sorry. Three yellows and a green also for Nats, because Nats goes off his agility. Nice. And they are actively fighting thuggy type people. So they are going up against people who are a red and a purple. Okay. Beard doesn't have something special with his shield or something? or Not for the purposes of this. Okay. Um, you guys get to add blue dice in from 
from Tomas's uh, you know, encouraging displays. So roll those and we'll see how well they do. Wow, that is a lot of successes. Six successes and one advantage. One success. How many? And five advantages. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as I'm interpreting this, Beard has tons of successes but minimal advantages. One and, advantage. And Knotts has tons of advantages and minimal successes. Yes. So Knotts is doing a much better job of assisting other things, whereas like the Beard is just cutting through stuff. I like their friendship. Yep. So Knotts is fights with more finesse, and there's probably like a certain amount of like tripping and like knocking people into like other people and stuff yeah. going on there. Basically the Beard's axe. Or yes, yeah. that's right. Knotts is just like feeding one after another like into Beard's axes. I think that's that's fair. Uh, Shadow Mage shoots the Beard at the lightning, hits his shield, it's nothing. <laughs> okay. So now we have to ask the question, who has gotten away? There's a lot of chaos going on with the caravan. Criminals have gotten loose, but some of them are being rounded up. Some of them surrender. Trick and Hepa, you've been like fighting with your group and stuff, and like some of the criminals who got loose are like kind of like fleeing in this direction, and like they come upon. Oh, like flee back to the woods. Oh. Like they come upon you and the Wozes. I would like you guys to make a social check of some form to deal with these people. So that could be like a coercion check or a charm check or a leadership check. These are South Tower natives. Yeah. Who uh, were arrested for fairy-related violence? <laughs> okay. Not to be confused with our fae-related violence. Yeah, this is fae-related violence. <laughs> Not fairy. <laughs> I want to say like I have no quarrel with you, but um. So so it's up to you whether you do something to like allow them to flee or to allow them to surrender. You yeah. you guys you have some cachet here, right? Like they know of Hepa as a super powerful enchantress who could crush. The wheels of a wagon, and if she so chose, could crush the bones of a man. Yeah. Like, they saw that on the way here. Right. And, like, they know that you guys foiled their earlier ambushes. So, if you want, like, they can be afraid of you, or they can, like, listen to you. Like, it... Yeah, I kind of, let me kind of verbalize what I want to say, and then determine what mm -hmm. skill I think that is. I, I want to tell them, like, we punished... The shadow mages for corrupting this forest. But we know you are not them. You are guilty of some thievery, but not of yeah, magical corruption. These knights will hound you. Do you want to say, like, it's probably safest at the ford? I don't know that Trick believes that. But... Are we doing each doing a role, or...? I feel like we should just decide one together. I don't know. What in input do you have, Hepa? I think what I was picturing Hepa saying is this forest is not safe for you. She thinks she's be charming, but she has a big angry woes behind her, and they they're afraid of her. So it'd be coercion, like don't basically implying don't come into this forest. Yeah, which I, means that they don't have which way are they gonna go, right? Yeah, Trick is thinking like our quarrel is not with you, but this you cannot flee into this forest. Yeah, so maybe we convince them that they're they will do better as building a bridge is safer for them than whatever they're gonna meet here. Yeah. Are you trying to encourage them to flee in a different direction and you won't follow them, or are you trying to encourage them just to turn themselves in? I think at this point, Trick having done all the terrible things he's done, he's supposed to encourage them to turn themselves back in. Okay. Normally I wouldn't care about them fleeing, but I don't want these Shadow Mages to have more reinforcements. There's that too, yeah. We need to get them out of the way. I don't want them to have any reason to stay. Okay. I think it's a leadership check. Okay. I think we're working together. I think Do you, you have leadership? My skill is charm, and I have that one point. Okay. 
I do not have leadership. Peppa is like, I'm, I think maybe you guys should turn around, don't you think? So <laughs> you are working together. There's a blue die. Yep. You have a reputation of being a powerful sorceress. That's a blue die. And Trick, you have tried to talk them out of these things before. Yes. You get a blue die. Okay. Is that a practice? Well, not like Trick has practiced this I've tried time, to warn them before. But they know you've warned them before, right? Yeah. Like one of their people was like, I'm not dealing with this fairy and didn't even help with the uh, ambush. Yeah. And you were right last time. Yeah. yeah. So. Like it's only going to get worse. What about the woes of their presence? Listen to the short legs. They're like, yeah, he doesn't have this skill though. Yeah. Um, what is the difficulty here, do you think? Up against their discipline, question mark? There's only like two or so of the fairy people here, so it's going to be just up against their will, which is two purples. Okay. And I am going to pull the story point to oh. upgrade. Okay. I mean, you've got six yeah, good dice there. I'll spend one too. Uh, and Trick will be eating some ham. <laughs> take take a hock of ham. I give Nate his piece. Okay. As was he was promised. promised. <laughs> Trick eats some. You second wind it. He shares some with them. It's like, okay, I'm giving you. I'm not asking for a blue die. This is just narratively what's happening. This is justifying the story point. Okay. I like that that's the way you justify the story point because you have sent food to them by Nate before. That is actually true. It's cementing your goodwill. Yes. Like, there are worse dungeons to be in than. Building a bridge. Down now in the sunlight. Yeah. Okay, roll it. One success for all of those dice. There's four blank dice over here. Four blank dice. But a success. There are worse rolls to have. There are worse (laughs) rolls to have. Okay, they surrender themselves to you so that you can, like, parlay them back. Okay. Because they're not going to turn around and walk back into the fray. No, 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 I know know how Trick's going to smooth this over. Okay. Then we're going to pause here. Yes. And then we'll deal with the social... Fallout. Yep. GM Jennifer here. One of the inspirations for setting our tabletop West Noth game in the aftermath of Mal Ravenel's war was me playing through a war of life and death a user-made content campaign by Mystical Warlord. It is set in a similar time frame, and at the very end of this arc, we'll even meet a character from it. The caravan attack in today's episode was heavily inspired by its Scenario 15. You've been listening to Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game, and played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Jen, and our players were Lex and Daniel. For the serialized, narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our character art is by Del Borovic. See her work at DelBorovic.com. Our music is sampled from Return to Westnoth by Matthias Westland, a.k.a. West. Licensed under CC by SA 4.0, part of the Battle for Westnoth project. Visit them at westnoth.org. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you... The only thing that separates you from knowledge is experience.